Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Vancouver Mixtape here on CJSF 90.1 FM. Coming to you live as we do every single Sunday night here on the station. You can catch us at cjsf.ca or on SoundCloud or iTunes, Google Play, or wherever. We do broadcast, by the way, on the unceded ancestral territory of the Coquitlam, the Musqueam, Squamish, and Salale with Tooth. If you got a request or if you got a question, because we have a guest in studio today, give us a call or a text at 778-782-CJSF. That's 778-782-2573. I'm Jamie Sesford. No Jesse today. Thank goodness. Sick of that boy. But we do have Kane Price in studio. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. Uh, we're going we're gonna to chat about your music. You have a, a big shindig. Show coming up. We'll chat about that. Uh, But right now, let's kick it off with one of your songs. Uh, Let's go with, oh, I don't know. How about Don't Want to Know? We'll kick it off with that. Waiting for the time 
I know what you did next summer by the golden age of wrestling. And before that, we had Kane Price with Don't Wanna Know. And we've Kane Price in studio. Hello. How Hello. are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for... It feels like it's been a long time coming, getting you up on this show. Yeah, I'm happy to finally be here. Yeah, and uh, it seems like you've been you've been making some big strides in this local scene over the last year. Can you like, maybe talk a little bit about... I guess immersing yourself and came price because this is a relatively new project. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I used to be, well, I mean, I still am in a project called water sports, um, with a friend of mine and we were playing around the city for a while. Um, and I guess, yeah, this is kind of my solo project, uh, that I started, yeah, honestly, like a few months ago. Um, and yeah, it was just like recording a bunch of stuff, uh, in my bedroom doing the whole, uh, yeah, bedroom pop kind of thing, uh, and then finally got a band together. So now we're finally starting to play some shows around the city. Uh, we've got Shindig coming up, and uh, yeah, we're just yeah, big strides. <laughs> Speaking of the band, the band is actually here playing the Fly on the Walls. Who yes. do we have in studio here with us? Uh, this is Nick. You were here like not too long ago, Nick. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, drummers in multi by multiple bands. Yes. <laughs> Who else do we have here? I'm Claire. Uh, and I'm Caro. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Uh, this is everybody aside from Nick, who's apparently on the mixtape uh, every six months. Um, this is the first time on the tape for all everybody else here, so welcome. Um, now, how did how did you put this current group together? Where did you know these f- folks from, and have you played with them before? Uh, oh man, it's like a different story for everybody. Uh, I do know that that Nick has played in uh, has played in water sports before, um, and uh, we were good friends before that. Um, same with Claire, uh, and except I have never played in water sports. That's true. You never played in water sports. Um, joined us later, um, but uh, Caro on bass was. Uh, we were actually renting a studio space together, um, and uh, yeah, I just I kind of went one day. Was like, I think we weren't we singing together, and like our harmonies were really good. And I was like, Do you want to also play bass? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's essentially what happened. A tale as old as time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, Hey, we sound good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. can you learn this instrument? <laughs> also, is, it, is bass not your number one? No. What's your What's your What's your number one instrument? Uh, I just I guess my voice, but I also play dink around on the guitar, so it's not that far from the bass. Hell yeah! But it's enough. You should shamelessly plug your solo project no, real quick. <laughs> not today. <laughs> she plays in a solo project called Earth Today, and it's very good. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, our guitar player, um, Wes, who wasn't able to join us, I actually met him at a birthday party. And he was like, hey, man, like I heard your shit. It was pretty good. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, I play guitar. And I was like, would you want to do that for me, for us? Uh, and yeah, so that's how we kind of formed. It was over a while, too. It was like a... A month of kind of everybody slowly like coming together. Cool. Now, do you find that for the most part? Uh, I know it's kind of awkward because everybody's in the room, um, but do you find like those the 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 influences like the the gel is there? Everybody is on the same page influence wise when it comes to the Kane Price music. Well, n- no, we hate each other. I <laughs> no, have um, no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because yeah, when we first started playing. Um, 
I it, it was a little rocky, I think. I think we were all kind of like feeling our way around uh, the sound and what we wanted to make it, especially since a lot of the stuff that I was producing on my own is very like electronic heavy. So it's like not everything had a part, you know, like Claire would be like, where's the violin in this? And I'd be like, well, there isn't, <laughs> but we're going to make some. And I've never really played in a rock band. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So, um, yeah, so it was a lot of uh, a lot of trial and error. But I think now we just played our most recent uh, band practice. I think we were all very satisfied with it. You know, when you like play a good practice and everybody's like, hell yeah, <laughs> we did it. Um, yeah, it's good in there. Yeah. So it's it's cool that it's like. And I think by virtue of that fact, like a lot of the stuff that we play live doesn't sound anything like the stuff online. So really, you know, if you think you know Kane Price, think again. You got to come to a show. <laughs> well, it was interesting because our first show was all, um, it was mostly acoustic. Like we had an acoustic mm-hmm. bass and, uh, you know, just straight up acoustic violin. And it was more of like a folky vibe. And then since that, we've been trying to work in more of the actual electronic elements yeah. with it still being with a the lot full of band. Pedals. Um, but yeah, more effects and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and now we have the electric violin, which is which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and more more of a direct sound and with some delay and other other noises and stuff. Yeah. Love the weird noises. Um, I want to get more into uh, your influences and, and like your your songwriting approach um, in a little bit here. Uh, we started the show with "Don't Want to Know," which is a, a cover, I believe. It is. Um, and can you t- talk about why you chose that song to cover and let alone release it as a single? Totally. Um, well, yeah, I chose that song because obviously a big John Martin fan. Uh, I think he's uh, his music is great, but I think also just like the lyrics were interesting to me i think because like it's just you know the whole plot of the the whole the whole meaning of the song is some guy talking about how he doesn't want to know about evil but in the 70s that means one thing and if you write a song about that in 2019 it's like it's impossible not to know about evil or not to know about you know certain things that you maybe wouldn't want to so i was like i think that this song needs to just be sung again because uh, it means something entirely different so that's kind of how i chose that one can you like that's such an interesting approach because like usually when people are are doing covers it's just kind of like a repurposing a song that they love but Mm -hmm. it seems like you've regenerated this an alternative reading of this song now Mm -hmm. so i i can't think of like ethnic covers that are like that really (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i think uh i think the reason is just that i think a big part of the whole kane price project is uh i think lyricism is super important to me so i figured that if a cover were to ever come out that that should be at the forefront of it, that it should be a song that, yeah, that just has lyrics that resonate the same way that all of the other ones I write, you know, uh, have that element. Cool. Now, I, I want to get into, uh, I want to play one of, uh, I guess, your your first singles. Uh, I think this was the second single you released, was No More, No Less. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk a little bit about this song before we play it? Sure. Uh, this song uh, is, man, what is the the whole plot of this or the whole meaning of this song is it's a couple uh who are kind of having a fight um and they are they're having this back and forth where they disagree with each other um but then at the same time they're also kind of talking about um it touches on the prison industrial complex (laughs) and the whole thing is these these the couple's having this fight and they're like but then also there are so many other things that we need to be worried about so it's like you know all this with this deluge of information and in with the internet and everything you're just like it's really hard to have like a personal fight or a personal disagreement when you're also like oh my god like 
the ice caps are melting and like <laughs> you know, all of this other shit is happening. So yeah. that was kind of the yeah, that's kind of the point of that song in a way. Cool. Yeah. All right, well let's get to it. This is No More, No Less by Kane Price, and you're listening to it on the Vancouver mixtape. No More, No Less by Kane Price. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. Joining us in studio is Kane Price and band. So hello once again. Um, now, it's 
all the songs that I've seen you play live, I think actually my introduction to you musically is seeing you strum guitar on a beach, yeah. which was really cool, and be like, holy Christ, what the hell? This guy is insane. Um, but you have such a, you have such a, uh, um, an unconventional way of singing and stringing together uh, melody, especially in songs that you've written. Like they're they're much more fluid and like really it, it hits it hits pop tropes by somehow dodging all of them all at the same time. Can you talk a little bit about your approach vocally? Um, yeah, uh, my approach vocally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like yeah. I'm not really sure what what uh how i came to it but uh that was kind of the idea i guess was when i was trying to kind of literally find my voice i was like well, how can i sound different enough you know that somebody hears me singing and they're like what that's the weirdest version of kumbaya <laughs> i've ever heard um so yeah i don't know but i don't really know how i arrived there um yeah it was through a lot of uh it was a roundabout kind of thing because I know that I know I, I feel every singer kind of feels this way um, that like in high school when you were singing it sounded like just a train wreck which it did so it took a while but I don't know um, I don't know how I, how yeah. and you've been singing for a while right you've been singing for like yeah like since we were, even in junior high were you singing yeah in, like the choir yeah. and stuff yeah I was singing in church yeah, um, yeah I was in a, a high school choir jazz choir <laughs> so you are you are in fact musically trained that is true <laughs> <laughs> i am yeah uh, that's good it really comes through in the music um but so in, in going back to i guess like your your songwriting style and um the, the way you write these songs uh like do you is there an influence that you that you channel like you you kind of said that you wanted to make a make your voice and i guess your songs sound like original and unique. Mm -hmm. um, when you're approaching these Kane Price singles, like, w what place do you have to go to to write a song that's like no more, no less? Uh, I think I don't know. I think like in terms of like influences, um, I often just like whenever I, I collect the influences that people say that I sound like, and I'm like, it's probably these. Like if somebody was like, I've heard a lot of people say that it sounds like like Jeff Buckley, James Blake, uh, a little bit like Anthony and the John and Anthony and the Johnsons or Anoni, yeah. which I guess yeah, it also yeah. kind of sounds like. Um, which I guess in a way were all kind of influences of mine. Um, but I don't know if I would ever cite like a specific artist as being one that I was like, oh yeah, that was the one that really, really did it for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the process of songwriting is always just kind of like making it sound kind of pretty and, and digital sounding, but then also like a little rough around the edges. I think that's kind of the guiding principle for like every song. Um, yeah, and then what happens happens, I guess. Well, it's, it was interesting uh, when we were playing this song and we were off air. Um, I guess it, you you guys hadn't heard the the recording of this before? Maybe and once, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually hadn't heard it in its entirety. Oh, really? Yeah. It is, so I, I guess once you integrate a band into these songs, like how are they re-envisioned? Are you, are you giving direction or are you allow, are you allowing, allowing band members to free flow? Like what, what's the approach there once you start working with others? I think it's, uh, I really like it to be like a comfortable medium, I think. Um, cause I think that I've been in bands 
that are that go both sides you know where there's there's somebody who's like calling all the shots and being like it needs to be this way it needs to be this way it needs to be this way um but then also being in a band that's just like just play whatever man whatever you feel and <laughs> the, the wet's on just as bad <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um just whatever. just whatever um so yeah i don't know i think um with this project i really like to kind of like go into the jam space or whatever and be like okay like here is the song um here's what it sounds like uh here's what i had in mind and then do you guys agree or not <laughs> so there've been there've been some things that have been like rewritten some things that have been added to them uh the funny one about the one that we just listened to um was i i went into the studio or into the jam space deliberately and was like do not listen to this song um we can't listen to it because it's uh it's in a different key it's like pitched up or pitched down or something um to the version that we play so I don't know, yeah. And we play it faster, too. We play it faster. Yeah. Like that yeah. one, I didn't, didn't realize how much of a slow jam mm-hmm. it is. It's yeah, really it is nice. a slow jam. Like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. But we play it. You like double time punk beats and everything. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a thrash song. <laughs> Blistering, oh. fast pace. <laughs> but you're going to have to come to Shindig, check it out. <laughs> See for yourself. Circle up, pit time. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We've got Game Price in studio here at the Vancouver Mixtape. We're chatting about the singles. Uh, you do have Shindig coming up on That's the... The 21st, I believe, that's Tuesday. Correct. Um, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be over and we'll know how you did. Uh, but for everybody listening live, um, I guess, like, how are you feeling? Like, it's it's funny because Cane Price doesn't feel like a battle of the bands kind of band. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what Nick always is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's funny. Like, in Shindig's got its own... Uh, uh, like its own, uh, it, it's a different vibe altogether. But on its surface, it's very much Kane Price going into a battle of the bands, which is very funny to me. Uh, like, yeah, d- yeah, d- didn't know which day to put us on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like I believe, like are you playing with Akita? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Just some growly metal. Yeah. Um, but like, I guess does does your set? Change now that you're going into a battle of the bands. Like, are you playing it differently? Or are you just like, we're just going to do a Kane Price show. If they love it, they love it. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just like, we're just going to do what we do. Uh, and hopefully it goes over well. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I guess like, I, well, I love the, the, I love Shindig. I think it's a really cool idea. Um, and just like everything they're doing at CITR and everything they're doing at Redgate is amazing. So I think I just saw it and was like, yeah, absolutely. I want to be a part of this. Like, it's you know, it's a great opportunity. Um, it's a cool way to kind of get out and see all the other bands that are playing. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, that's a good point. We are kind of like it's going to be weird when that one like electro folk <laughs> band goes up. Weirdos. Yeah. yeah, with uh, industrial influences. With industrial influences. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about genre the other day, and we we're like, what do we say when people ask? And uh, it was a tr- it was a toss up between baroque. Baroque death folk or uh, <laughs> <laughs> or folk rock with he's, he's influence. Baroque proto. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. We're not death folk isn't here yet. We're proto death folk. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just be a total jerk. Oh, we're just pop. Yeah. Just honestly, I do go for that sometimes. Oh yeah. I'm like what? Ha- it's pop. Like it kind of is. I guess. I think it, it like if you if if somebody nobody would fight you on it is what it would be. Like, yeah. oh, I guess it's pop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. Um, well, I want to get to one of your uh, one of your songs from your earlier project, Water Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a song in particular that you'd like to play? Uh, I've got extended play one open right now. 
Kiefer's Why don't you do Born Every Which Minute? Kiefer? Oh, yeah, we should probably do Born, or Born Every Minute. Born. Yeah, we should do Born Every Minute. That was great. We, uh, we play that song as a group as well. And oh, if okay. you come on Tuesday, you will hear it. You will hear it. It's awesome. beautiful. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you will. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it'll be the, the, the death folk version. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's Born Every Minute by Water Sports. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. Thank you. 
Water Sports. You're listening to it on CGSF 90.1 FM. We have Kane Price in studio with Band, and you're gearing up for Shindig. Um, I know you've done it. You've done several shows over the last few months since this project's really kind of formed for you. Um, like, what's it been like trying to crack the scene? I feel like that we've had we've had a slew of artists come through here over the last couple months that are either taking, like 2019 was their first crack at entering Vancouver's music scene, um, or they'd been away for forever and are now trying to get back into it. Um, and a lot of folks have noted struggles with that. Have yeah. you seen, have you had a hard time getting into it, or has it been pretty welcoming? What's been your experience been? Uh, I think, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't think it's any surprise that the Vancouver music scene is notoriously difficult to to crack, to get into. Um, I, yeah, I've, I've struggled with it for sure, big time. Um, and I don't even really know what the trick is to, to, to get in there and to play shows. I mean, we're playing right now, uh, I, our most successful thing has been those So Far Sounds shows. <laughs> that we've been playing a lot of those uh, and getting called back. But still just like, yeah, I don't know, playing, playing around the city is, is hard. And I honestly don't know why. Like, I don't know, yeah. Because there are no venue spaces. That's a big, actually very true. Because <laughs> our venue spaces are closing down faster than we know it's a, yeah. Yeah, totally. Which, quick note on that, we do have the links to the Patreon for Toast and Redgate and CBDBs up on our Twitter account. So go to our Twitter, you find it there. We're, they're also on Instagram somewhere, not ours. We can get that up for you momentarily, um, but you've you've noticed that like the venue space crunch is certainly a detriment. It's awful, yeah, yeah. It's so 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 sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not the best. Um, one thing that like I've noticed from the scene in general has been um, with the closure of space. There's always been like a, a renewal. Like there's always been like new space comes up but like this one this mm. kind of round of potential closures feels way more daunting and threatening than it has before yeah um yeah and like the patreons and like the gofundmes are like really great ideas but like the fact that we're resorting to that is terrifying yeah yeah no yeah. absolutely yeah totally and it's just like yeah you're right there's the patreon and 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 the gofundmes and it's just like this will buy us some time yeah um, but the state of affairs is still such that, like, I think all of us just kind of don't really know what to do. Like, don't really know, like, yeah. And I, I mean, it. they summed it really, uh, like, when they were saying on the Redgate um, uh, website, when they were like, everything seems to just be one step forward and two steps back. Totally. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, there's always that other round of, like, more opportunities being created, but it's always slightly less than the opportunities we had before. Um, yeah. 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 Well, no easy fix for it really. Yeah. Absolutely well, not, well it seems yeah. like well the red gate, I mean I don't I'm not an expert, but it seemed like the 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 best way was just actually having like tax breaks or, or, or something for these cultural mm -hmm. sites. Yeah. And not treating them like commercial places because yeah. on the same level. Yeah. Um which seems like a great idea, but I'm not sure if that would fix it long term either, but but it seems like at least a start. Mm. Well, back to Chipper, the subject. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's, let's talk about Kane Price music. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, let's go back to, I guess, your first single that you, that you re released as Kane Price. Um, 
a moment is the is the track. I believe it was April that you put it out. Yeah. 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 Um, why was that the song that you were going to go with uh, t- to announce to the world that the Kane Price solo project is here? Pay attention. Uh, I got it done first before all the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first song, best song, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, it, yeah, it, quite literally, I finished it first. So I was like, well, I, I got to get some stuff out. I got to stop telling people that, I'm, that I have a solo project if there's nothing out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, and it was, um, I think it's kind of a nice intro, too, since it's, like, very... Uh, stripped down compared to the other ones like it's just guitar and voice and it's like this is kind of what the project is based off of it's very much like a guitar voice folk around the campfire kind of uh, thing and then you know everything that comes from that is just an extension of of sort of that folk sound in a way um is that largely how you start writing songs yeah yeah. you and a guitar and then you you add everything else as as like those players show up or yeah totally it's usually just like it starts out on the guitar um and i think i get about halfway done writing the song um i leave like a, i leave some vocal melodies out and like there's even a song there's <laughs> a song that we've been rehearsing <laughs> that i like just finished and we, i was just making shit up as we like for the lyrics and the vocal melody um, but yeah, so usually it's just, yeah, I halfway finish the song and then I hop on the computer and just kind of start arranging it and like producing it and then finish it as I'm doing that. Um, yeah, which I guess also kind of gives it that, that feel that we were talking about earlier where everything is like kind of sort of touches on pop tropes, but then kind of bounces away from them. I think it's just literally because my songwriting process is so weird and so, um, a little disjointed sometimes. So disjointed that the songs in turn end up sounding disjointed, which I kind of like. All structuralists. Yeah, yeah. Who needs choruses? We don't. No. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just throw a weird synth sound in there as a transition or whatever. Yeah, exa- yeah. Honestly, there will be moments where I'm like, "Damn, I don't know what to write." Noise swell, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Throw a pause. Yeah. Good, I guess good I'll pauses. Just, yeah. Now, pauses. I know. I know each of you um, that aren't Cam Price are are coming from. Uh, Diverse and eclectic backgrounds, musically. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you integrate that into the the reimagining of the songs that he presents? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think, we're going in a circle, so don't think that you're away right. getting away from the question. Um, yeah, I think I think we all kind of when we play it together, it's it's Matt's songs and Matt's vision, but I think it's pretty democratic the way we fit it all together and like for the actual er, like it. The arrangement in different ways. I don't know. I think we all add a lot to it, and I think we've gradually gotten better at, um, you know, adding our own things and just trying to choose the best kind of, you know, what what might work here, what might work there, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure of that. Yeah, yeah. And I come from, I guess I come from like sort of a more jazz drummy um, background, but um, been working in more electronic sounds with the sampler pad too. So that's been fun to use. N- noodly drums for noodly vocal. It's great. Yeah. Just lots Nick's of an amazing drummer. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. That's why, that's why he's been up here yeah. twice in two months. <laughs> <laughs> See you in another two weeks. <laughs> and from the others, well, because you're you're I'm you're Claire. and you're you're I big folk. You're a big folker. Well, this one time I played a yellow card cover in a van. Hell yeah, you did. <laughs> that's my only complete, experience. Complete with backflips. It was great. <laughs> Hype man. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, no, actually, but <laughs> I studied classical, and then um, I play old-time fiddle. Shout out to the old-time people. Probably none of you are listening <laughs> right now. <laughs> they're all jamming right now. <laughs> of course they're not they're listening. listening. No, they're not, because no jokes. one lives here. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also play banjo. So this project has been a lot of uh, work, I guess, for me. <laughs> It's like my first time doing this, hoping to only improve in the future. But thank you, Matt. Kane. Kane. (laughs) For this opportunity. Uh, Yeah. So for me, I guess, not that our influences are similar, but uh, Kane's music is, at its essence, I think, fairly similar to how I view folk music or how I kind of play folk music so particularly for the harmonies and things it's been really nice because I have a lower register for a woman so I don't generally get to sing the quote higher harmony (laughs) but uh, of how our voices fit it's been really nice and um, kind of different for me to be able to do that just like singing a third I don't usually get to sing that so that's been really nice and then trying to do that while uh, playing the bass has been a great challenge and it's been very good. So I'm learning. And everyone's been very open and helpful. So that's also been very nice. Mm-hmm. Get some new pals, playing some tunes. Uh, yeah. Everybody loves pals and tunes. So yeah. you've got you've got Shindig coming up next. Mm-hmm. Um, what does 2020 look like for for Kane Price going forward here? Uh, 2020 is. I think we're just going to try and play as much as we can uh, in the following months. Um, we've got. A couple of so far shows in February, um, which can, can you tell me how how those work? Because th- those aren't like a those aren't like a, a typical like ticketed thing. No, uh, there it's like a it's a concert series uh, that was started by a guy who used to work for Coca Cola. <laughs> Classic, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, so we've been playing. <laughs> we've been doing a lot of shows with them. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like an intimate concert series where they like it's supposed to be like kind of an acoustic thing. Most of them are unplugged. A lot of them are unplugged. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like you have to you like sign up on their website or something, and then they like assign you a show, much like Spotify curates your playlists. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Um, so yeah, so we've been playing a few of those. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, but I mean, hey, if you guys do want to come see us play a so far, uh, I can get you in. There's like a little special code that I can give people, which I cannot remember off the top of my head. <laughs> but you don't just like say it on air, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When are we playing the so far? Is it is it is it the next Sunday in a week? Oh, it's right after this. Are, Seventh are, and eighth. Are no, I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, you're actually late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can we even announce it? Is it secret? It's super um, secret. It's supposed to be secret. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, you're not supposed to know, but we're playing on January 26th, February 7th, and February 8th. <laughs> uh, so good, but it, those those are like you said are pretty stripped down. Yeah. So are you are you doing uh, are you gonna try to get more full band shows going on as well? Yeah, we're thinking so. Yeah, um, and I mean that currently is up in the air, um, but we're just gonna try and kind of like reach out to as many venues as we can, just kind of get some shows going. Um, yeah. Uh, but and if there's any festival curators listening, we are 
looking for that for the summer too oh yeah we're big yeah we're big we hate work heads. and we want to play your festival <laughs> yeah um so yeah right now i think 2020 is just looking like just applying to as many things as we can reaching out to as many people as we can um trying trying to crack that scene pretty much um and then a little bit of recording there's going to be some new music coming out um hopefully in the form of like a small release like an ep or something um but we'll see we'll see how that goes also a tour we're doing mm. a tour through uh, Eastern Can well not Eastern Canada like like Middle Canada. We're doing um, we're doing <laughs> Middle Canada. Does do people call it that? It's upper upper, upper Canada. Upper Canada, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, through like uh, Saskatchewan, Alberta. Uh, we're doing a big old loop. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and it's just a solo show, by the way. It'll just be it's me and Carol going as Earth Day and uh, and Kane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Playing shows, recording, yeah, usually, you know. Hell yeah, classic, yeah. classic band response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open it at the studio. No, that's great. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Twenty uh, twenty kind of feels like the year that I think this is kind of bound to really get going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's great. Well, let's get let's get to your first single, the one that you released back in April. A moment. Uh, is there anything that we should know about this song before we play? Uh, nope. This is a moment you're listening to it on the Vancouver mixtape.
That was brand new Blonde Diamond with 4AM Eternal. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. And before that, we had a moment by Kane Price. And a moment with Kane Price. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, folks, thank you so much for coming into the studio on this uh, dreary Sunday evening. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you so much for having us, Jamie. Um, you got the Shindig show coming up. That's right. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, yeah, we got uh, so far that you're technically not supposed to know about on January 26th at the Ellis Building. Uh, I mean, a secret location. Uh, and then February 7th at the Red Bull office. I mean, a secret location. And then February 8th at an actual location. I don't know yet. But uh, if anybody wants to come to it, let me know. I'll hook you up. Slide into the DMs. Yeah. Slide into Pain Price. Oh, yeah, that's my handle on Instagram. Pain Price with a P. Like, ouch. <laughs> no, I don't know where I was going with that. That's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> also, you can find the songs on Spotify. Yes. Hell Spotify yeah. And iTunes. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, folks. We'll be back next week. Until then, see you later.